One more day. Today's Thursday, September 23rd. Oh my gosh, what a week. So it is after my work day, about 6.20 p.m. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my day. I did all the things. I've been working really hard. I've got a lot on my plate and I'm really focused and excited about it. And so Thursdays, um, this summer, well, let's take you back to January. So in January, I was doing online meetings with AA and Recovery Dharma, and I found this social media post. So my sister had talked about, at some point, this book, and Laura McCowan is the author of this book, um, We Are the Lucky Ones, and she wrote about her sobriety story, and my sister really resonated with it. And so I had heard her mention it before and I'd never looked into it. So January, 2021, I'm on social media and I think she probably shared something from the luckiest club or from Laura McCowan on Instagram. And at this point I followed the link and then I followed to the luckiest club instagram page and they have such great branding and graphics and i just started reading the content and it pushed me to their website so i'm looking at that right now it's theluckiestclub.com and from there it just really resonated and there's you know a sober community online under this sort of brand and it's a paid community not paid community, you pay a membership to get access to around 28 meetings a week. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I've never paid for meetings. I'm like, oh, that might be fun. Because for me as an entrepreneur, and as someone who's selling my digital ideas and has, and I have plans to continue growing that, I also believe that there's you know, a certain investment when we pay for things. So it's only $14 a month and you can do a free three-day trial. So I just thought, well, cool, I'll try it for three days and then I'll do, I'll go to a meeting and just check it out. And so also the other interesting techie part is that the system or software that they use to host the backend community, the information, the membership site is the same software I use that I'm using to build Viral Mindfulness Academy. It's called Kajabi. So I had been working in Kajabi. I have been working in Kajabi all this year and pushing further in Viral Mindfulness Academy. And so it was also really fun to go through the process of joining their club for, for a free three-day trial and then being taken into the, the um, membership site and, and knowing, recognizing it because I'm working in the back end for my site. And I went to my first meeting and it was awesome. The people, the way they spoke, the way the meetings were facilitated. So I just signed up for $14 a month and I just kept going and I tried different meetings. Um, and so let me tell you a little bit real quick. You can head over to the luckiestclub.com. But on their homepage, it says sober is better together. 
they use this famous quote from Johann Hari, which I have already mentioned in this podcast, Extravaganza. It is the quote of, quote, the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety, it's connection. And so this is all about creating connection with others, um, and it's key to being in recovery. And there's a bunch of team leaders that run the meetings that are authors and podcasters and artists and teachers and queer people and people of color. And it's really interesting. And so I started going to meetings and I really liked how it felt. And it was a very strong addition to my recovery. And so then this summer, when I was kind of in a grief, in that grief space, and I was looking to dig in a little bit deeper, I talked about this yesterday, I kept getting this thought, well, why don't you just, you know, volunteer to run this queer meeting? Because I was attending this Luckiest Club queer meeting on Thursdays. And there were, it was a newer meeting they had had, they had created a second LGBTQIA plus meeting. And oh, I know some of you are thinking, what is LGBTQIA plus? So um, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to follow to um, one of the campuses here in California to look at all those definitions. So I was already attending this second meeting and the leadership changed and then a substitute came in and I kept thinking, oh, I should, you know, just volunteer to help because I'm here on Thursdays anyway, and it really is part of my new schedule. I've definitely learned to schedule my life, my meetings, my recovery, even get togethers with people, friends, because I'm also scheduling my time working on the projects that really matter to me and running my freelance business. And it really works for me now. So lo and behold, the thought kept returning. And thankfully, I took the action to go deeper into my recovery and I told them, hey, I'm open to helping out and leading this meeting. And eventually, really quickly, I got an email from someone in their team and it's actually, you know, it's actually a paid um, opportunity. I had no idea. And um, so if you head over to their website and you follow the team part, you can scroll down and see my headshot and my bio right there. <laughs> the two queer meeting leaders are Anthony and Alexander, double A. We got power in the A's. So I want to read to you the nine things. This is their mission. This is what they say. The hard good news. These nine things are the heart of the luckiest club. Before this good news feels good, it's going to hurt and will be here while it works its way through you, for you, and eventually becomes your own. So these are the nine things. It's not your fault. It is your responsibility. It is unfair that this is your thing. This is your thing. This will never stop being your thing until you face it. Six, you can't do it alone. Seven, only you can do it. Eight, you are loved. And nine, we will never stop reminding you of these things. So the meeting I run on Thursdays, you have to be a member. And um, once you have the membership, you get access to the 28 different meetings throughout the week. And I run a closed LGBTQIA plus meeting. So you have to identify as queer along that spectrum to attend. And the other queer meeting is an open meeting. So straight people and allies are welcome to that meeting. 
So Thursdays now become this really intimate place for queer individuals in the community to show up and to really do things that are safe in a closed environment. And they, it used to be open and they closed it about four weeks ago, maybe three. And it's really interesting. Like today's meeting was so meaningful. All of them are meaningful, but it's just a reminder to me about the power in having small, safe, intimate spaces for queer people because of some of the trauma and the history of being queer, living in a transphobic and homophobic world. I sometimes just can't believe that this is all happening like this. (laughs) Tomorrow is six years. I'm facilitating like two fantastic queer meetings in two different, very different communities. I still attend AA. I've been interviewing for a new sponsor and um, taking my time. I feel like the next time I have a sponsor will be a gay man. I think it would be really great. Well, a queer person. It doesn't have to be a gay man. There I am staying in the mold. Just somebody in the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. So I want to tell you one more thing. And then tomorrow is the party. I've decided to throw a party for the podcast episode. I've got some birthday greetings. I'm going to tell you about the promises of AA um, and the spiritual solutions I found through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I have two special guests. My nephew Parker is going to sing. I've gotten permission to share with you his original song. You're going to love it. And I have a special guest, a clinical diagnosis. Somebody wanted to come on and give you the clinical diagnosis of Sober Alexander. He's going to share his perception. And he's got very close, up close and personal look at the elements of Alexander Sober. I thought it'd be fun for you to hear it. So I'm not going to tell you who, you'll have to tune in tomorrow. But today I just do want to finish by sharing with you that my mom just called before I was recording this and she called to wish me a happy sober birthday. And it was so cute. She asked if she could ask some questions. And I'm like, of course. And so she wanted to ask me, she's like, well, she asked me a bunch of questions. If you know my mom, she asked a lot of questions. And she asked the first question was is it hard like the last six years like do you have you struggled or have you been tempted to use again and it was a really interesting moment for me because I stopped and I said you know I don't struggle like I did before and for 10 years as I've been saying from 2005 to 2015 I struggled day in and day out. I tried so many different ways and combinations of not using this drug or this one. It was hard work. And 2015 brought me to my knees and I slid right into the 12 steps. And I started listening. Of course, as you remember, listening and smoking weed all summer. (laughs) And then eventually, by the time I got a sponsor and made it in to September to document all release of alcohol and drugs, September 24th, 2015. And so I don't struggle with it the same way I did. Could I make a decision? Yes. Can I fall out of spiritual connection and community? Yes, for sure. I'm vulnerable every day. 
this reprieve from this obsession of alcohol and this allergy of the body and the mind, according to the 12 steps, is lifted every 24 hours based off of the step work and the transformation. And I still very much hold to those principles that got me started. And I also have added additional communities. I feel so blessed. I'm so grateful you've joined me this week. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow on the birthday party episode. Be well.